Support comes from Troy University's Trojan Cafe, offering a variety of Starbucks beverages and an assortment of sandwiches, soups, and pastries, located on Troy University's Montgomery campus, across from the Rosa Parks Library and Museum. From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. October has several observances set aside to honor cats. So we decided to call T. Ortega, president of that animal group, or TAG, based in Montgomery. The nonprofit also serves surrounding counties, and T. joins us by Skype to talk about the mission. Ortega, thank you so much for joining us here on Troy Public Radio. Thank you for inviting me. T, you are president of that animal group, the TAG group in Montgomery. What do you do? I was recruited by Richard Kerner, who was the president at the time. And when I first joined the group three years ago, mostly what the group did was TNR, trap, neuter, and release the feral cat colonies around in Montgomery. We have a large number of feral cat colonies, and what this group does is we have traps, and at the time, they were taking them to Animal Alliance because that was the best deal in town to get them spayed and neutered, and then you release them back where they came from. A lot of people don't understand why you have to release them back where they came from. Well, a feral cat, when it's in a colony, wherever you put it, it's going to try to go back to that colony. That's home. Here we are with a lot of observances, October 16th, Global Cat Day, October 29th, National Cat Day, October 27th, National Black Cat Day, of course, near Halloween. November 29th is National Tuxedo Cat Day. So you're talking about all of these feral cats. Why do you trap them and get them spayed and neutered and then released? Is it because they help control the rodent population? Oh, absolutely. And I found that out the hard way. On a personal level, my mother was one of three crazy cat ladies that lived in her neighborhood. And all three of them passed about the same time. And the rest of the neighbors asked me, they said, hey, you're part of this group. Will you come get these cats trapped and spayed and uh, re-released. So I did that. And just by attrition, the cat population died out. And about six months later, those great big, what we would call wharf rats, suddenly took over the neighborhood. Wow. The neighbors were saying, where are the cats? And I said, you all asked us to come fix them all. You know, they didn't reproduce. And now they're overrun with rats. And I mean rats. I don't mean cute little field mice. I mean, the rats that are the same size as cats. And this is city limits. This is in Montgomery in a neighborhood. Think of all the diseases that these rodents carry. Right. These things are destructive. These rodents, these big old rats, PVC piping is used in a lot of the homes now. They chew it. One thing I want to do in our conversation is explore the reach of that animal group. You're not just confined in your activities and your fundraising to Montgomery County. You do a lot of service in other areas. Can you share that? I was only a member for a year, and they made me president. And probably that's because I'm one of the younger members at the ripe old age of 66. I'm about 10 years younger than a lot of the rest of them. 
But I did do a lot of fundraising, and we started branching out. Animal Alliance was not the only game in town as far as spaying and neutering. The Tuskegee Veterinary School actually contacted me to see if we would be interested, and so we had a lower cost. And so now with our fundraising at the end of the year, we try to donate. Um, we give $1,000 to Tuskegee Veterinary School because they work with us. We give $1,000 to Animal Alliance. We did $1,000 to um, the Humane Shelter, and then Bullock County Humane Shelter, their uh, roof had been destroyed in one of the storms. So we drove down and took a look at it, and these ladies bust their butts. They have not euthanized an animal in five years for space, and so we gave them $1,200 to help try to replace the roof. We also donate 200 pounds of dog food a month to Meals on Wheels and cat food as they need it. Meals on Wheels not only services, you know, human clients with food, but those that are uh, homebound, we provide them with dog food and cat food for their pets. Now, if anything that's left over, I take that up to the Prattville Autauga Humane Shelter, PAWS, P-A-H-S, because they are always in need of, of cat supplies. They have more cats than dogs. So we kind of bounce around all over the place. This is a lot of service, and it entails a lot of time, it entails fundraising, it entails commitment. How do you see the problem of overpopulation of animals and how to address that? Well, TNR, as far as cats are concerned, that's the way to go because cats can have two litters a year, and I know there's a a little chart that'll tell you exactly how many kittens can be produced by one cat but it's thousands. And so the best thing to do for cats is to get them all spayed and neutered. We have too many litters being born. And uh, I live rural and the kittens out here, if they just are left to the wild, they get eaten by coyotes, they get eaten by hawks. Now dogs is a different story. And it's hard to get a lot of people to agree to get their dogs spayed because they see having litters of puppies as a money-making business, especially pit bulls, which I don't know if you're familiar with pit bull breeding and fighting and everything else, but we try to get a handle on that. And Now, Bullock County does a great job with this. Those ladies go door to door, you know, it's a small town, and breeding, they ask them, hey, we'll do this for free. If you'll let us take your dogs, we'll go get them fixed for free. Elmore County doesn't have that set up. There, there was nothing there for low-cost spay and neuter. They didn't even want those ladies to trap those cats or to feed them. You know, they had a lot of uh, not-so-good publicity nationally when they arrested those ladies. What kind of help does that animal group need? Donations. And what we really want people to understand, and we do help individuals. Every now and then we'll get an individual that truly is a need. Now, a couple of us will investigate. We don't just give somebody money. If they call and say, hey, I'm broke, my animal's hurt, and we tell them, you know, if you can take it to one of the vets that we use, we will pay the vet directly. Sometimes that vet will work with us. We have a handful of veterinarians that will give us a discounted rate. As long as that person is taking care of the animal, they'll work with us. But really, donations, because we're going to turn around and give it to organizations that can do more than we can. I mean, we're a small group, older folks. We need younger members. The TNR, I mean, we've got 70 and 80-year-old ladies that are out there trying to carry these traps and trap the cats, and, you know, we're aging out. Do you have a Facebook page? It's That Animal Group, and you can Google it, That Animal Group, or tag, and it'll, it'll pop up. By any chance, do you have an animal story to share? 
Yes, ma'am. I don't know if you're familiar with Mickey Golden. He's a, a local vet. He was a veterinarian that treated Louis Vuitton. I don't know if the listeners would remember Louis Vuitton was the pit bull that the owner had gotten mad at and had doused him in gasoline and set him on fire. And uh, Dr. Golden and some of the other members were very involved in rehabbing him. And he lived a very cushy life after that. He was taken in by a couple who rescued pit bulls, but his, his vet bills were pretty severe. And uh, Dr. Golden did a great job rehabbing this pit bull. That is quite a story. Do you have any fundraisers coming up? This fundraiser is going to be October 23rd through the 28th. We do chicken camp stew the first three days, and then the the rest of the week we're doing the mixed chicken and pork. They can find it on our tag. We prefer to do pre-sales so that we know about how much to make, and generally we only make enough for the pre-sales. We we sell out. All of our fundraisers are at Dalreda Methodist Church on the Atlanta Highway. Well, T, I want to thank you for your radio visit today and telling us about the service that that animal group provides. Well, thank you so much for calling me. Joining us by Skype was T. Ortega, president of That Animal Group, or TAG. More information about the work of the nonprofit and their upcoming activities and fundraisers can be found on their Facebook page. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is a podcast on NPR One or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.